Welcome back, sporting fans, to another, well, this one will be less than spectacular episode of the Paint the Wall podcast. I, as always, though, am your host, Steve, and I am joined this week by a man who holds a world record for the most keepy-uppies while hanging by one hand, but you know him as Logan. Which is funny, because I'm really terrible at keepy-uppies. It's just, it's got to be the, when you hang from one hand, you focus on that, and you don't focus on focus yeah. on the keepy-uppies, and now all of a sudden, yep, you're really good at them. That's what I assumed exactly. it probably was. Yeah, I, I have to assume so as well. I don't really remember the deal. Like, I just kind of, like, the Guinness guy showed up, and he's like, here's your thing. I'm like, uh, thanks? <laughs> I don't so. remember doing this. Now, do you yeah. still hold it, or has it been beaten? Um, I've never looked. I. Mm. Yeah, I can just pretend that I still hold it if nobody, if I don't look. So yeah, that's fair. Plus, I'm yeah. sure Dude Perfect will pick this one at some point in time. Yeah, for sure. For their They're, absurd uh, records. Yeah, if it's not even one of their like whole episodes, because they do like whole episodes now, just dedicated to just to, records. Yeah, exactly. But Them jerks. Who did they right, just well, have? Nope. Go ahead. They they just had somebody on a episode recently, um, where they were doing records and they had some. Uh, like athlete with them. I mean, that happens now all I, the time. I I don't remember which one it, you might be talking about, but that happens. Well, it was they were doing like specifically breaking records. Was it the basketball one with Luka Doncic? No. Oh, it was the golf one with uh, Rory McIlroy. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So That's anyway, a fun one. sorry. Tangent. Hey, hey, I don't want to talk about this. So if you yeah, want to talk fair. more about Dude Perfect, let's do it. Yeah, but, it might be a copyright thing, and yeah, we might probably. get in trouble. And, yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, well, let's get this over with. <laughs> yeah, might as well. So our League Cup run ends, and I would say probably ends, well, definitely ends later than we thought it was going to at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But then once we made the knockout rounds, I was like, not going to be surprised if we get knocked out in the first round. It was just how yeah. we got knocked out in the first round. Mm-hmm. A four to one loss to Toluca. Yeah. And we just looked real bad. It didn't look good. You know, I don't think no. it looked it looked good, but I don't have a whole lot of notes from the game really because I was pretty yeah. angry watching it. But uh what mm-hmm. do you got? Opening thoughts? What what did you think? What was your experience? I like? mean I'm gonna be honest, when I when I watched it live, um I was a bit tired. I had just finished a fourteen hour day involving like nine hours in the car, so I was quite sure. sleepy. Um, and so my memory is kind of being jolted awake from hearing a goal go in, waking okay. up, being very angry, um, realizing it wasn't us scoring a goal. Um, and like immediately going, what the hell, uh, Rosero or Fontas? And then half kind of joking, like expecting that, you know, because it's not always their fault. Um, but then just for it to be their fault every time. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it was just. It was, I, I, I hate to get too upset because let's be real. We were punching above our weight class, even mm-hmm. being there. Um, you know, the fact that we made it was good. It was honestly impressive considering the season we had and the group that we were coming out of. As soon as I saw the draw, though, I knew that we were going to get smoked because, I mean, we we're we were playing against the best team from the group stage in that tournament. Um, yep. They were in great form. They looked good. And we just... We had no right being in that game. So it's kind of one of those where, like, we knew the result going into it. We knew it would be bad. Um, it was worse than I expected. Um, you know, cue our, our score predictions. Um, True. And so I can't really get that upset because we made it further than we thought we were going to. So that's kind of exciting. But at the same time, like, we just played really bad. Yeah. Poor defense. Point. Poor creativity on the ball when we had the ball, which was like never because we couldn't hold possession. Everything we did in the first two games that made us successful, we just didn't do. Um, there was just nothing about the team that was who we were. It's again, we fell back into our habit of losing our identity, losing our system, losing who we are. And yeah, we lost because of it. I mean, it, it's hard to win games whenever you can't possess the ball, you can't score, and you can't defend. That's uh, usually a recipe for a loss. So. That's very true. Now, like our, we did actually have more possession, but it was fifty three forty seven. So basically, even. we did. Um, and they had more. They had they outshot us fifteen to twelve, eight being on target mm-hmm. to our two on target. Um, and it is hard. It's harder to play like we did against Chivas when you get scored on 
early, or in our case, when you score on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that does make it harder, admittedly, because you can't you can't just sit back and try to keep the ball away from them, you know, without really trying to push for goals, which is kind of what we did against Chivas. We got an early goal, and then we were just like, "All right, let's coast it," <laughs> and we were yeah. able to do it. It's kind of mm-hmm. hard when you're playing from behind, especially when then three minutes later they score another one, and now we're like, okay, well, now we're down two. So now not yeah. only do we need to get the ball, but we need to push quick because we got to score. Yeah, so, that's fair. And that first goal, I I have so many mixed emotions on the fir- on the own goal from Mercero mm-hmm. because it's like, mm-hmm. you know, he he's 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 running back so quickly because he's trying to get back because they got a quick breakaway. And that cross mm-hmm. comes in, and he basically has two options. Try to clear it or leave it. If he mm-hmm. leaves it, it goes directly to the Toluca player who's standing there ready to bury it in the back of the net. Right. If he goes for it, he probably puts it in the goal, which is what he did. Maybe, mm-hmm. I'm guessing he was hoping maybe he could get more of a side head on it and push it out or maybe up and over. I think he was probably too close to get it up and over. But I mm-hmm. just think, like, that whole that scenario right there from the cross it's a lose lose for him it's either he puts it in the goal or you leave it to the guy who's just standing right there ready to put it in the goal kind of a lose lose yeah. there so i guess with that I, goal i'm like it's hard for me to be super mad at him because i'm like i don't know i don't know what mm-hmm. else you do other than not get beat earlier um but yeah. once you're down there and that cross is coming what do you do you know what do you, what do you do yeah so, and I do have thoughts on this because I do agree that, you know, uh, own goals are a little unfair sometimes. Um, I mean, just like Mac- McIntosh's goal, or not McIntosh's, uh, uh, Pulse Camp's own goal from uh, the uh, Cincinnati game. Uh, like, that was, yeah, it was an own goal. It was very unfair to him because he really didn't do anything to cause it. Uh, this kind of the same situation. Uh, that being said, I am a defender. Like, that is where I grew up playing. And... In that situation, it's one of those where you can't come in and get the ball. Like You can't do anything with that much aggression when it comes to clearing the ball. You have to recognize that your momentum's moving you towards goal. The ball is, like, if you get contact on this, it's going blasting into the goal, and your keeper can't do nothing about it. And you have to do anything you can to be able to get this ball moving a little bit slower. That's kind of the name of the game in that situation is just get the ball moving a little bit slower so your keeper has a chance to do something with it. So you have to move your head in an awkward position to get some spin on it. Um, you know, move your head so it hits your forehead. Uh, you know, try to get your face in front of it. Do anything except for blast it with full force into the back of the net um it was again like it was a gorgeous goal uh it's the same it's the same from the cincinnati game with cincinnati's own goal um it was a gorgeous header um he just he went in with too much aggression and he kind of he spent too much time getting there and i agree it's harsh to put all the blame on him um but he does have to recognize that like look you gotta you gotta do something else with the ball there um, I think yeah. there are other things he could have done with it uh, rather than just blast it towards the goal. Um, but that is very easy for me to say, having watched it 27 times and not being the guy who's actually defending the ball. So yeah, true. I, I also have mixed feelings about it, but I do think Rosero could have done better with it. I do think that there was more he could have done there. I think it's just hard to like look at what else he could do because he was basically diving backwards. So I'm like, you're not getting a foot on it. I mean, right. I guess, well, his momentum's already going that way, so it's hard to, like, flip your momentum and try to, like, do a bicycle mm-hmm. kick, basically, to kick that kind of thing out. So Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, it doesn't matter because they scored three more goals. So yeah, if, if sure. we lose this game one to nothing, you and I are spending 45 minutes talking about what he could have done. But it's like, they scored three more goals, so ultimately yeah, the own yeah. goal doesn't matter. Um, You know, we played poor on defense, including Rosero. He played poor other times, gave up balls that led to goals. Mm-hmm. So did Fontas. You know, mm-hmm. it's just all in all, we didn't look very good. Um, yeah, yeah, completely agree. You know, we had a couple players that looked good at moments, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, Gutierrez, again, honestly, looked pretty good to me. Uh, he almost yeah. scored. Uh, he did. Earlier in the first half, I believe it was, he almost scored. Um, yep. He looked really good, but he didn't really have anybody around him helping, mm-hmm. really. Um, Johnny, you could tell, was trying. Just couldn't, we couldn't finish. Um, but yeah. he was putting balls in, 
Yeah, he was, and, you know. But as far as our attack goes, those are really the only two that jumped out at me as like, wow, they, mm-hmm. you know, tried at least. Everybody else, they and did. then well, the at, at the oh, I'm not counting uh, Willie Agata. I'll get to him, but sure, uh, I'm talking about like the whole game as a whole. You know, it mm-hmm. just kind of, I don't know, it just seemed lackluster. Like we were trying to create chances and then just giving up mm-hmm. early. Um, it was it was another one of those um, like Peter's favorite words. Um, we're you know we were creating chances, but not quality chances. Yeah, um, we weren't doing what we need to do. And Johnny was you know Johnny did slip back into you know kind of the worst version of himself, which is what I like to call isolation ball. Um, you know, kind of stole that from basketball, where um, he likes to go you know one on one and just hope he can you know make the guy miss, which is kind of his trademark move. Um, the problem is, is it's a lot less effective when you're doing it against three guys than you are against one guy. Yeah, exactly. So when, like, Johnny has to, you know, that is when I think he's kind of the worst version of himself, when he doesn't recognize that, like, look, I can't go three on one, do my little jukey juke thing, and, you know, expect it to work that often. Um, so Johnny was kind of doing that a lot, and that's just not going to often create chances. Like, yeah, one out of 10 times you might get one guy to miss and, you know, maybe the second guy slips, but he just wasn't doing enough to create quality opportunities, which is, you know, obviously going to be way better scoring chances than, you know, those poor shots. So Sure. And I do think it's also important to recognize Toluca also has a good defense. So, like, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, not it wasn't like at the beginning of the season where every single time it was we're coming down the field and we're like, okay, we're getting a cross in the ball and we just nobody there or he completely misses mm-hmm. or Kyrie jumps and it still magically goes over his head somehow. Like there <laughs> were a lot of times where we're bringing the ball down and they make a good defensive stop and clear it because their defense is also good. But yeah, we still, we still had twelve shots. Only two of them went on target. You know, mm-hmm. I'd I'd like to yeah. think if we could get that number closer to six, we've probably got maybe two mm-hmm. more goals. You know, we scored yeah. one goal in two shots on target. If we can, you mm-hmm. know, two to one, that math, we're looking at three goals on six shots on target. If we could just be more accurate right. with our chances, mm-hmm. like you said, quality chances, maybe mm-hmm. these are closer games. But Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, a realistic expectation. I mean, obviously, you ask any coach how many shots should be on target, they're going to say 100%. Um, but usually a real- realistic expectation in professional soccer is about 50%. Yeah. Um, about 50% of your tar- of your shots should be shots on target. So anytime it's two out of 12, that is definitely a bad thing as well. Yeah. So now, that kind of we were... definitely points. Yeah, and if we were sitting here with, like, four shots... Total, not on target. Four yeah. shots. Then I'm like, yeah, of course yeah. we got. We didn't do anything, but I'm like, <laughs> twelve shots. We obviously were doing stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, they're making good defensive plays. I get that, but it's like we're just having mm-hmm. bad shots and stuff not be on target and not quality chances, and that is ultimately why we only got one goal. That'll do it. Um, and that one goal being by Mr. Willie Agata, who did make his return. Um, and him. honestly, what an impressive goal. <laughs> like he hits, yeah. he hits. I'm guessing because it was so late. I know you said you were waking up to goal, goal this, you know, goal that. Yeah. Did you see it live? Uh, I didn't see it live. No, I'll fully admit. I have gone back and watched it. Sure, I sure, mean, sure. I watched the whole game again. Yes, but um, I did not get to see it live. No. Sure. It was like he hits a diving header, and I was like, well, he's clearly better. And then you know, I'm watching this. He hits that diving header. The keeper makes a save and I'm like, "Wow, that's a great save." And then all of a sudden he's standing again and uh-huh. is able to put the ball in the back of the net. And I'm like, "How yeah. did he get up that fast?" Like, he went That from was impressive. Full dive to on the ground to up and put the rebound in. I'm just like, "Whoa, that was so yeah. good to have him back. Hopefully he stays healthy and he looked fine. Yes. I didn't see any Mm-hmm. Any problems? Plus, he scored, so he didn't kiss Peter on the cheek, yeah. and I'm a little disappointed. Uh, <laughs> I understand why no backflip because he just broke his leg, but like he, didn't, he right. didn't give Peter any smooches, and that's that's disappointing. He is he is one of my favorites to watch celebrate because you can tell he is so happy, yeah. to just be playing soccer and yeah. to be scoring goals that he is so much fun to watch. It's got to um, be celebrate painful for him in a game like this when you score but you're down four nothing so you're like right well i can't over celebrate because we're still down by three and there's only when did his goal when was his goal 80 88th minute so it's like yeah yeah we got like four minutes left i can't right i can't really celebrate that's got to be a bummer but right for um but also uh caden pierre made his return 
Um, he did. Uh, that's that's a good one. I didn't particularly notice anything like super spectacular from him, um, but yeah. I am happy to have another right back option. And I know you and I both really like Caden Pierre, so we do. Um, I am happy um, he is back. That 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 will be nice going forward. It is a little disappointing because he, like in his absence, Jake Davis has played spectacular. Mm-hmm. So it does make the situation a little harder for Caden Pierre, but. Having depth at that position is not at all going to be a problem, no. especially considering the fact that right now we have uh, uh, zero healthy right backs on the roster. Right. Um, so just having a option because, yeah. uh, you know, Jake Davis, as spectacular as he is, he's not a natural right back. No, he's not. But, and uh, maybe he's made that switch now. So now he is because he's honestly right. playing great. But he also like he does make some mistakes, and they are generally he later does. in the game. So it would be because he's mm-hmm. young, you know. So yeah. I would exp- it is nice to be like, hey, if he has one of those games where it's like now he's starting to get tired, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. now we do have an option that we can put yes. back there that is not mm-hmm. Kyrie Shelton. Exactly. So we can, yes. you know, Caden really just needs to be able to play mm-hmm. twenty minutes any given day, and he may not play at all because Jake can go ninety. And if he's having mm-hmm. a good game, we leave him in 90. We don't worry about him. But if he has a game right. where, like, he's starting to get tired or they have, you know, we're playing Austin and Driussi's just hammering him the whole game. It's like, okay, yeah. let's get some fresh legs in there. We've got an option Absolutely. Now. That's not Kyrie mm-hmm. Shelton. And just being able to play somebody else for a game or two. Anytime you've got, like, those three and seven, you know, weeks. Yeah. Um, just having the ability to start somebody else. Yes. Who's serviceable makes all the difference exactly. in the world. Or split a game even. Have that yeah, middle game absolutely. just be even split kind of thing like that. Especially for a mm-hmm. young kid like Jake. So Yeah. Awesome. Am, yeah. Very happy to see Pierre back for sure. Well, if you don't have any uh, more thoughts on this one, I suppose we could move along to our MVP section. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Go ahead, hit me with your uh MVP, which is this will be a rough one to pick an MVP from, but Well, um I was struggling pretty hard um, until I decided that I'm going to be lazy and cop out again okay. um, and go with the MVP of the game is the Open Cup format because it's just – or not the Open Cup. Dang it. <laughs> the the League's, League's Cup, Cup format because um, it's just been a delight. It's been such a fun tournament. Um, I know you and I were both very skeptical of this. Um, so how great it's been. It's been so much fun. So that's the uh, MVP of the game. No, I love it because uh, I, I also have really enjoyed the tournament more than I thought I would. So yeah. it's a bummer we're out now, but I do think I will still continue to watch. I did. I forgot right. Miami FC Dallas was last night, <laughs> so I didn't watch it. And then, oh man, uh, now I've. I mean, I've gone back and watched it now, but I'm like, I'm really bummed uh-huh. I didn't watch that one because it ended up being just yeah. as good of a game as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, um, that was a really good game. So I need to put more of these in my calendar so I'll remember to go watch some of these. There games, you go, but. Yeah, yeah, it's been a great because uh, so. just looking at the teams that are left, there's some potential for some incredible matchups. Yeah, for sure. So, um, and I, I, um, does the uh, no extra thirty minutes carry over into um the uh, the the knockout stage, or is it? Do they play the extra thirty minutes if it's tied at the end of regulation? Now, no, I'm pretty sure it's still straight, straight to PKs. Straight to PKs, yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I do too. I have mixed, as you and I have talked about many times, I have mixed feelings when it comes to PKs, mm-hmm. but there is no doubt that they are exciting. Yeah, they are exciting. I will always say I don't like that it determines a game because I think you're sure. determining a game with a completely different game. Sure, so completely I've, understand. I've always hated that, um, but they yeah. are exciting. So you've I, used You've used the analogy that I like a lot, which is you're deciding a basketball game with a free throw contest. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's borderline it's a- you're deciding a soccer game with a free throw contest. <laughs> but but yeah, it's you're yeah. You're tied yeah. at the end of regulation in basketball. Well, shoot free throws till somebody misses. It's like this is completely different. There's skill involved, yeah. no doubt. But it's right. it's a completely different game. And I but I think for tournaments like this, it's great. I do think I would hate it if they brought this into like regular season. I don't think I'd like it. Oh man, I um, don't know. It's well, exciting. F- first of all, they don't do PKs in regular season anyway, but I'm talking about right. like I don't know. I would I would have to see how it plays out in like the MLS playoffs if they were going to do it. Yeah. But I think like a tournament like this where it's not for mm-hmm. your whole championship, I'm totally cool yeah. with it because it's just it's a little bit different, but it's still the same. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool. With I it, just but. 
I love the extra point thing they do for draws mm-hmm. with the PK. I love that there is it's not a draw in the group stage. I loved that. Yeah. So that's one thing that, like, if they thought about bringing that over the regular season, I wouldn't hate it. Now, obviously, we need to see how it plays out in a bigger scale because over the course of a season, that's obviously going to drastically change things. Yeah. But if we've got Tim Melia, that might benefit us in a positive way. That's true. So. That's a good point. Um, but. Which actually, in a way, brings me to my MVP. Yes. Um, my MVP was actually Paul's camp. Mr. Hey. Uh, Mr. Uh, John Pulskamp. Um, That's a bold take considering the scoreline, but I'm okay with it, actually. Well, the reason is because I personally, and Peter also said, I don't blame him for any of the four goals that were scored. Yeah. Um, and in agree. fact, he had five saves, mm-hmm. f- four of which were really nice saves. So yes. he is our MVP because we didn't lose that game 7-1. to one. <laughs> so, like yeah. he made he made some impressive saves. Um, he had several opportunities that were not saves, but actually prevented mm-hmm. goals. You know, I go on tangents about that all the time. We're like, that right. should be a save. I understand why it's not, <laughs> but that should be um, right because that's a goal if he doesn't do that. But it's not a save because the ball wasn't gonna go in the goal if he didn't do what he did. But like that is a goal if he doesn't come out and make that play kind of thing. Yep. Um, totally I think he agree. had a he had a great game, and I will concede. He is better than McIntosh. I will. Thank you. I will concede that to you. Now, the other part of that episode we were talking about where you just tiptoed <laughs> around the rest of the question, complete, <laughs> I'm completely right. But as far as Pulse Camp and McIntosh, Pulse Camp is better than McIntosh. Thank you. And just to clarify, I was not tiptoeing. It's one of those things where um, you've just on the spot asked me because neither one of us prepared for that conversation. That's true. Um, I don't even honestly remember how it happened. Um, <laughs> me but it's one of those. It's one of those things where, like, you ask me, "Hey, what do you want for dinner?" And I can, ne- I cannot for the life of me think of a single meal that I've ever enjoyed in my life. Yeah. Um. So it was hard to think of anything in the moment. Now That's that being fair. said, it is very not fair that you were not letting me use Kyrie as an example because that is the perfect example. And I now have two examples because uh, Macintosh is clearly like garbage compared to to Pulse Camp. Um. And historically, he has proven that he does not always play the best players. That's and true. So, my, I don't want to get back into it again, but my whole point okay, there was right. currently the lineup we have is the best lineup that he is playing. Except for except for it wasn't. But that's except, fine. except for Pulse Camp. Yes, I do think Pulse Camp. I do. I don't uh-huh. think. I'm not going to concede that it is. Like I don't remember what you literally just said, but that it is clear as day that he is better. He is better, but he's not Tim Melia level better than Macintosh. No, I wouldn't say that. So, but I think he he is better. He does make better saves, and at least recently, and this could be because Peter hasn't played him in a while, has not been making mm-hmm. the same mistakes he was making at the beginning of the year. And then McIntosh continued to make the rest of this season. Yeah. He, I at least mm-hmm. in this tournament, I didn't see him make any of those mistakes. So, I would agree. So he maybe has played more. Maybe more, him going in timeout was intentional. Exactly. Maybe yeah. it worked. Maybe it did mm-hmm. work. And I'm curious to see who we see. Uh, starting on the 26th, I'm hopeful that it's Tim. And you got to think that, it's Melia that this at that ends point. up just being irrelevant. Um, right. Because it, it'd be one thing if the entire time Melia was injured, he played spectacular like yeah. he did last year. Yep. Um, you'd have to think that, like, okay, Melia is losing his job. Um, but the fact that John spent half the time being, you know, stuck in timeout, mm-hmm. you have to imagine that Melia is going to be the guy still. Yeah. I got it. And he was on the bench. This entire tournament, Melia was. We carried yes, three keepers on the bench. I don't. That seems weird to me, but all right. It was unnecessary. So I gotta assume we're gonna go back to MLS play. Melia's probably gotta be ready to be starter by then. He's got two more weeks till our first game, so yeah, you gotta assume he's gonna be ready to be starter. And I anticipate mm-hmm. it being Pulse Camp on the bench, and McIntosh will go back to SKC two. I um, agree. I think that's how it should who knows? be. Who knows? Who knows? Um, all right, hit me up with your uh, MVP. Um, I'll take one. You can take the other. <laughs> sure, yeah. Sure. Um, my, I mean, Rosero, um, as harsh as his own goal was, um, he did still di- he did still score an own goal, um, as well as he made several other poor plays throughout the, um, uh, just throughout the game. Uh, his, uh, the second goal, if I remember correctly, was his slip up. Um, 
that that caused the uh, that caused the second goal to even be able to be a thing. Um, he just played really bad. So Rosero for me. How's it going? Um, I uh, did not specifically pick Fontas as my sec as my MVP. Um, okay. My MVP was Pulse Camp. My MVP was everybody else. <laughs> I, That's I just, fair. Like, I sat here, and I'm like, how do I pick one person? I mean, like, yeah, yeah I guess Rosero because of the own goal. But, again, we talked earlier about the own goal, and I'm, mm-hmm. I was so on the fence about it because I'm like, I don't know what else you would do. So I'm like, I don't think it's fair for me to say that and then turn around and be like, you're MVP because of the own goal. I didn't yeah. think that was fair. So I just said everybody. <laughs> just That's fair. Everybody I'm else. Okay with like that. Pulse Camp yeah. had a good game. I think Gutierrez had a good game, so maybe I would exclude him. Um okay. but yeah, pretty much everybody else. Yeah. So that checks. We played I'm horrible okay football that. and we got stomped. So Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I believe it's time for the best of the rest, but before we do that, I want to make sure, as always, we give people just a few minutes here. Refill your water if you need to, and while you're doing that, head over to Twitter, PTW underscore pod, or X, whatever you want to call it, as long as it's not X, because that's stupid. Um, PTW underscore pod, shoot us a follow. We would really appreciate it, uh, because, you know, it's validation, and what human doesn't like validation, you know? Fair enough. So, Logan, why don't you take us around the rest of the league and update us on this League's Cup tournament? Maybe if you have a, yeah. you have a bracket, we can look and see what the updated bracket looks like. Yes, take a look at the schedule. So we've got uh, a couple interesting matchups here. We got the first one. We've got Dallas and Mazatlan. Dallas taking the win two to one there. Um, Houston and Pachuca uh, playing to a nil nil draw there, and Houston getting the win on PKs five to three. Miami hosting Orlando. Uh, Miami getting the win three to one there. Uh, LAFC and Juarez. LAFC with the stomp down seven to one on Juarez there. We had Atlas and New England Revolution. Uh, close matchup there, two two draw or two two draw in regulation. The Revolution getting the win in PKs eight to seven. Uh, if you didn't watch that one, you're missing out. Is very exciting. Uh, we got a New York derby, a special one there. Uh, Red Bulls taking the win one nil there. Uh, Philadelphia beating DC on PKs five to four. Um, Quatero and Pumas, the uh, only Liga MX matchup from the. Um, round of six, or round of thirty-two. Um, we had Quatero getting the win one 0 there. Uh, Charlotte and Cruz Azul. Charlotte getting the win four three there. America hosting or beating Char- Chicago one 0 there. Uh, Cincinnati and Nashville. Nashville getting the win five four. Columbus and Minnesota um, with another very very exciting game. Uh, Minnesota taking the win four three. RSL and Lyon. RSL getting the win three one there. Uh, Monterey and Portland. Monterey getting the one 0 there. Uh, Tigris and Vancouver playing to a 1-1 draw. Tigris getting the win there, 5-3. And then lastly, Dallas and Miami. Nope. Well, yeah, technically that's just the next round, but it's the first game of the next round, so. Yeah, that's fair. And then lastly, in the uh, round of 16, we kicked that off last night, so I'll go and talk about it. We had Dallas and Miami. Miami getting the win in a spectacular match there, 4-4 draw. Miami getting the win on PKs, 5-3. Messi continuing to grow his legend and uh, yeah, absolutely crushing it out there. So in the round of 16, we'll just talk through these matchups real quick. We've got LAFC and RSL playing in the uh, round of 16. We've got Tigris and Montreal. Nope. And Monterey, Monterey. That's what it is. Yeah. Monterey. Um, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, playing uh, Toluca in Minnesota. Uh, we've got uh, America in Nashville. Charlotte is playing Houston. Dallas against Miami. We've already seen the result there. Uh, Catero playing New England Revolution. And then Philadelphia and New York Red Bulls playing there. And some Definitely some uh, good games coming out of that round of 16. That LAFC RSL yeah. game is going to be good and has some MLS mm-hmm. implications. Because so, both yes, of those are top of the table in the West. Mm-hmm. So very impressive there. All right, well, let's... Uh, Thank you for taking us around the league there, Logan, but let's move on to our good, bad, and ugly, which I know is everyone's favorite section. (laughs) Um, Insert random noise here. I don't have one. We don't ever do that, but let's do it. Um, Yes, sir. Good, bad, and ugly. Hit me with your good. My good uh, is something that probably nobody cares about. Well, I think you might care about it. Um, IFAB is the International Football Association Board. Um, They are the board that determines rule changes every year. 
Um, they've come out with a small change that is taking effect uh, this year. So it's going to be starting in the uh, um, the uh, EEL, the, the lower leagues of English football, and then should translate to everything else as seasons commence. Um, they are changing the rule that when you reach the end of the 45 and the end of the 90, that the play, co- play clock stops in the stadium, the play clock will now continue to go on. So you no longer have to start a stopwatch to see how much time has progressed in stoppage time. You mean and forget I am, to start your stopwatch? There you go. You yeah. have to do mental maths because you are guessing how long it's been. Yeah, how long it's actually been since you should yes. have started your stopwatch. Yeah. Yes, correct. Nice. So I am so excited for this and probably stupid. Nobody cares, but I'm very excited about it. Hey, I am also excited for this one. I'm glad because I also forget to do this all the time. So I forget <laughs> to start my stopwatch and then I go, yeah, dang it. How long was it? Which this is such a silly thing. Cause like everybody wants to know how much time is left. Why would we stop the clock? It yeah, makes no sense to me. Just, even like, just I know the going. argument of like, well, you don't want the players to be able to see the clock and know how much time it's like, they don't know anyway, because the only person exactly. who knows is the center official. That includes the exactly. fans. Like we don't know yes. either, but at least we have a rough, like, Hey, it's been seven minutes. Now I will say this probably will lead to a lot more. Um, like if they put up seven minutes and then mm-hmm. stuff happens, fans don't, understand how that works so this will probably yeah. lead to a lot more like loud boos and stuff when it hits seven minutes and they're like why didn't you blow the whistle and then right we end up scoring and winning in the ninth minute mm-hmm. and they're like this is bullshit and it's like well your player laid on the ground for two minutes so we get that two minutes <laughs> back people just don't exactly. understand that so Correct. that may be a you know a pain but whatever that's okay okay that's my good love it my good the goalkeeper for Tigres. His name is probably going to say this wrong. Nahul Guzman, I think. Close enough for me, I think. Are you familiar with him at all? Uh, no. So they had a PK shootout against Vancouver in the last round. Uh-huh. Uh, they won 5-3. to three. Okay. His distractions are incredible. Is he the guy that was, like, pointing the direction he was going to dive? I have no idea. The two main ones okay. that I saw... The first one, he did a mime. Like he was doing the mime thing on the goal line. And yeah. then the second one was actually the first one I saw. Um, but uh. the second one was mind-blowing. So you know the magic trick where you like pull a, uh, like a handkerchief or whatever out of your mouth, and then you just keep pulling it and keep pulling it, and then yeah. it ends up being like attached to your boxers or something? Sure. He did that. Oh, Except for it was with a string. Like he pulled a string, like he was like doing something with his nose, and he pulled a string out of his nose, and then he just kept pulling it until it like eventually became like a different color. Like so, it was the same thing, but instead of handkerchiefs, it was string, and he like had it in a sleeve or something. He did that as a goalkeeper distraction, and then That's wild. he saved the penalty kick. That's wild. So he goes up to the line and does this thing with the string, and then he gets on the line, and the guy shoots, and it goes low to his left, and he saves it. Just absolutely. is on that guy. I know. Because if you if you pull a stunt like that and you don't save it, yeah. you just look like a moron. Exactly. But wow. Just, I, I don't know for sure if he saved the mime one, because I saw that one later. Um, but I saw yeah. the full video of the string, and he did wow. the string thing, and then he saved it. And I was like... No way this is real life. There's That's no way. That's incredible. So well, that... what's funny about the mime one is you can do that in FIFA. Uh-huh. Um and it it's funny cuz it's like the joke is like you do that whenever you don't know what the buttons and PKs and so you accidentally send your goalkeeper doing a mime and then you miss the save. Yeah. Um so that's really funny that he did that one. Yeah. Oh, but... just so so That's funny. Incredible. That was as soon as I saw it, I literally was watching it and then I made my wife watch it and then i said uh-huh. ah, well i have my good for this week <laughs> like, immediately that's my good perfect so i love it all right hit that's me incredible with, hit me with your uh, bad my bad um we're full of recycled bits here on this on paint the wall podcast it's our specialty um, you know it is it really is because we are not creative apparently it's like gordon ramsey's um, beef wellington it's our specialty. <laughs> um u.s women's national team listen Part of this isn't your fault, ladies. Uh, part of this is like your awful coach. Um, 
but part of it falls on you guys. You didn't execute. You didn't score. Um, it, it seems like there was a very bad mentality in this team. There was a lot of problems with the lack of effort, the team not caring. Like it just feels like there was a lot missing from this group. Um, so the worst. This has to be the worst tournament showing. I know it's the the first time they haven't made the final four, um, and I know that they only scored four goals in the group stage. Like there is a lot that went wrong with this tournament. Um, so they're my bad. You have to think that that Vlato's going to lose his job. There's no way that guy keeps his job after this. Rumors um, he becomes the new Kansas City current head coach. Hey, that uh, which will be, to be I guess to be fair, a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing on uh, Twitter about that is how good of a fit he would be there. Um, which, to be fair, somebody can very can you can very much be a terrible, uh, you know, international coach, mm-hmm. but be a great club coach. So that may, is fair. Maybe he will. Who knows? You know. Yeah. But so well, they're my they're my bad. Uh, I like it. I'm not going to comment on it. I'm just going to come back to it in a minute. Um, okay. So my bad is turf. Just in general. Yeah. So sure. that's fair. Right after I was laughing hysterically at the goalkeeper distractions, I scrolled about, I don't know, what is it, like an inch? I don't know, on a phone perspective. Who knows? I scrolled to like two more posts down, and I uh-huh. saw a picture um, that shows some issues that we've had from, I believe they were both in the first round, um, with turf. In this mm-hmm. League's Cup. Uh, one of them being New England Revolution player Brandon By tore his ACL because um, his foot got caught on turf. And then the picture I saw that was the worst, a Monterey player, German Bertaram, Bertarame. Nailed it. He's probably not a listener, so he probably won't hear it. But um, he actually broke his ankle because his he went to plant to shoot and his foot mm-hmm. got stuck in the turf, but his momentum kept going. And it snapped right. his ankle, and it's one of those like bad ones. Like, and it's the picture where you can see his foot's over here and his legs over here, and it's twisted and stuff. And you're just like, yeah, great, cool. I hope it's horrible. We need to change it. And honestly, I hope this does become the best thing about Messi joining the MLS, and that all of these teams do, in fact, get rid of turf. I, I just hope it happens. I don't know how it's going to happen. Yeah, but I hope it happens. I think it has to. Um. I don't understand. Well, okay, I do understand why turf is still a thing. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's cheaper to maintain. I know it's easier to maintain. I know in a lot of climates, it's not easy to go grass. I get it. But players get injured, and it's not a soccer specific no, thing. It's it not. happens it's more not. in soccer. Um, but it's not a soccer specific thing. Um, and the exact reason why turf is liked is the exact reason why turf is hated. Mm-hmm. It's very strong. It's very durable. And that is exactly the reason why uh, players tear their ACLs. They break their knees. Um, they do all these awful things. Not to mention turf burn hurts. Well, true. It's painful. But that's just a personal issue. Um, yeah. It, yeah, no. Turf's got to go. I completely. I love it as a goalkeeper, though. I love playing on turf. Oh, I we only had We only had one team we played in high school that had turf, and I love playing there because diving on turf, way better. And I was a... Sure. Uh, uh, I wore. I didn't wear long pants, but I wore uh, mm-hmm. long socks, and then I had knee braces, so it looked like I was wearing long pants, and all my skin was sure. covered. And I did wear long sleeve shirt, so I didn't have to deal with turf burn. Um, there you go. But yeah, yeah, I just I'm like, we got people breaking their legs, like on grass. If you plant your foot, your it just slides. If you have too much momentum, yeah. your foot slides. But on turf, yeah, your leg snaps. That's not yeah. It's terrible, and it, it happens in football yeah. too. Honestly, baseball is the only sport I can think where I'm not entirely sure if turf really has impact on injuries. I know playing baseball right. on turf is very different, um, right? But it's almost better because you don't have as many weird hops and stuff like that for fielding grounders. But soccer and yeah. football and stuff like that, we've got to get rid of it. Completely agree. So, and I hate that teams have home field advantage to that extreme extent. Hundred percent, yeah. Because it, uh, especially with soccer. The way a ball rolls yeah. on turf is way different than Absolutely. On, on soccer or on grass. And if you're not used to yep. it, it it 100 percent changes how things how things happen. So, yep, absolutely, I hate um, it. All right, well, let's hit hit me with your uh, ugly. 
My ugly, uh, anytime you lose 7-1, to one, uh, you're making the ugly list. Juarez, that was a really bad showing on your guys' part. I know you went, you hit the buzz, saw that as LAFC, but still, seven goals. Yikes. Love it. So that's my ugly. Love it. Now, I said I'd come back to it. I'm coming back to it. My ugly, I put them here, the U.S. women's national team. In particular for Fair. me, the PKs. Yeah. The game itself... We were the number one team in the world playing the number three team in the world. Mm-hmm. So it was a little more understandable than when we played uh, Portugal and couldn't score. Um, right. That one was way more bad. This was just more ugly because we had a lot of opportunities. We controlled that game. We controlled possession. We were the better team. Absolutely, right. we were the better team. But we didn't score because they do have a good defense. They're the number three team in the world. They're also good. Their sure. goalkeeper had the game of her life. Probably one of the <laughs> yeah. best goalkeeper performances I've ever seen in a World Cup, short of um, wow, I just drew Tim, Howard. Tim Howard, thank you. His 16 saves yeah. against Belgium. Um, yeah. She finished with, I want to say, 12 saves, so she wasn't far off. Yeah. Um, I'm not looking it up, and it'll take me too long to get to it, but I know at one point I heard she had 11. I think she made one more save after that. So, right. that, she, so credit to her. What a game. But then we get into PKs, and we have two different opportunities to put it away and just be done. Mm-hmm. And also, Megan Rapino missed hers, which at the time wouldn't have sealed it, but it eventually would have sealed it because they ended up mm-hmm. missing. But then we've got Sophia Smith, which I can't... She's young. She's new. You know, pressure's harder for them to deal with. It's harder for me to be like, I can't believe you'd miss that kick. Because, you know, she's, what, 20? She's young. Like, pressure, I I get it. It's hard. I understand. Yeah. But then Kelly O'Hara puts it off the post. Are you kidding me? She's the yeah. most veteran player we have, and she puts it off the post. And just, oh, God. Now, it, just, it made me so one mad. thing I want to say about Kelly O'Hara. Okay. Hers is the only one that's even slightly excusable, and that is because she was subbed in so late. Um, I mean... Vlato gave her no time to prepare. I guess, um, but Mewis came in at the exact same time and she hit hers. That is fair. But it I can say I do understand it. Um now that being said, you still you still have to bury it. The, the other thing that I guess cuz they were they kind of talked about it a little bit about like well, who's going to take your penalties because I text I was texting with my dad during the game. Um they subbed on Megan Rapino for mm-hmm. Alex Morgan. In a game yeah. that 100% felt destined to go to PKs yeah, against a goalkeeper who's playing out of her ever-loving mind, mm-hmm. and you pull out Alex Morgan. Yeah. What? Why? For Megan yeah, Rapinoe, that... who hasn't played well this entire tournament. She hasn't she hasn't played very well. Her ball, her, mm. her crosses and stuff haven't been as good as she's known for. Right. So I'm like, what? What? Why are we doing this? Why? What are we doing here? We just took out Alex Morgan, and now we get to penalty kicks, and we're like, well, we're kind of a little bit short on people to take it, as exhibited by the fact that our goalkeeper took our like what fourth PK, yeah, something like that, over mm-hmm. the other two strikers or wings that we have. Like Lynn Williams didn't even take a PK. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. It just doesn't. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense to me. That's why they went with my ugly. It's like you know we lost PKs That's because fair. of the way we played them, and because three people, two of which 100% should have made their PKs. Yes. Uh, again, Sophia Smith, I give her a little bit of leeway. I understand she's mm-hmm. a pro and she's on the team, but she's so young mm-hmm. and this is this is hard to make a PK there. I get it, but like... Yeah. Kelly O'Hara has been in, what, four World Cups? Five World Cups? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think the pressure affects her the same way as it does a 20-year-old girl. No. You know, 20-year-old woman. Excuse yeah. me. Um, I do want to mention as well... Uh, Let's throw everything else out about the the PKs, about the tournament, about the mm-hmm. game. What a heartbreaking way to lose! Yeah, yeah. What a heartbreaker by millimeters, yeah. by literally just the smallest of margins. Oh, it just... I've never seen one that close before. No, I haven't either. And I mean, it's goal line technology, so you know it's 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 accurate. It yeah. is a goal. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So it's one of those that, like, there's not even con- controversy there. Um, it is just a heartbreaker of a way to go out. Yep. Um, and then also, how confusing was the was the referee's signal to signify that the goal or that the PK was a goal? 
because she waved her arms like did the, like 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 the no goal signal. But I guess she was saying PKs are are done. Like the uh, so I was I I very did confused. I did see this on Twitter. What it was very simply explained why this was why it happened. Uh huh. So that is okay. also the symbol for the end of the game, which it was the end of the yeah. game because the PK had been made. So right. she was signaling game over, but you're right. The signal for no goal is the same as end of game, and then you point. So people were very confused, because, which yeah. is why the players were not confused. As soon as she right. did that, they knew end of game, cool, we're good. Yeah. But we were looking at that like, that. wait, she just said no goal. Now she was saying yeah. game over, end of game. That's fair. Penalty I just feel there. like there was a slightly better... I feel like there's a slightly better way we could have done that. But there that's is, a problem but I have with like soccer in general. I feel like our our signals are very confusing. Yeah, and it's because but. the end of game is technically two signals. It's the wave off and a point to midfield. Right. Um, so it's both of those. That means end of yeah, game, game is over. Um, yeah. Whereas, but we didn't really see the second point because, right. you know, the Swedish player was running off. And you, and know, you also... So, almost never see the end of game symbol it's almost always uh just the whistle you hear so exactly yeah most soccer fans just know the three whistle the three bursts exactly um so anyway tangent sorry about that yeah all right well uh that's pretty much all we have because we don't have any more games i will update you very quickly because you got a point because toluca won hey so you got a point so it's now four to seven so and i was almost i almost got the score you did you did almost get it um, um, wasn't your guess of what my score would be four to one? No, three to two. I said, oh, I said three it. two Sporting, and then I said you were going to say three to two uh, Toluca. Gotcha. So I couldn't remember what that. Was, if was. I had done that, I hundred percent would have taken a point for that. <laughs> I would have been like, <laughs> ha, I get a point for that. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't have uh, fought you on that one. But. <laughs> All right. Well, next week. Well, it's actually not next week um, because we don't play next week. Uh, we also yeah. don't play the week after that. Um, we now get a break until August 26th. August 26th, Yay. we will be playing the San Jose Earthquakes. Uh, they are 8, 8, and 7. And let's mm-hmm. see where they're at in the league. They are 6th in the in the table. So, yeah. It should be an interesting one. Hopefully, fairly evenly matched. Um, yeah. But I think as far as predictions go, it's probably going to be hard for us to make predictions because it's two weeks from now. We have no idea what the lineup's even going to look like. So, uh, yeah. I'm cool. with. We'll skip this week's predictions, uh, or at least scores. Who do you think is going to win? Fair we'll enough. go with that. Um, I do think Sporting will get the win. Um, I do think we'll be – I think we're slightly better talented team than they are. Um, uh, Espinoza has been – probably have the season of his career – um, Christian Espinosa, not talking about Roger. Yeah, I um, kind of assumed that's the one you were talking about, but yeah, <laughs> um, Espinosa's been having kind of the season of his career. He's really been a breakout player this year, um, but that is really all that he is. Um, especially considering, I know it's only a week, but they are going to be on a really long break. Uh, I think they're going to come off a bit more rusty than we are, and I think they'll, uh, I think they will uh, take the loss there. So I think we'll get the win. I agree. Plus, it's at Children's Mercy. Um, yeah. So I I agree. I think we get the win. I think uh, hoping we get Tamilia back. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I think it's probably going to be a little bit high scoring. I could see it. I could I see agree. us having. They got they got a lot of attacking power. We now have Willie Agata back. Um, mm-hmm. Polito will also be back. Um, right. So I could see a pretty high scoring game. But I yeah. I Plus don't their wanna, style don't, of we don't need to do a score prediction. For this one, yeah. We'll get back Plus, to their style of uh, of defense, that man marking system, uh, either means there's going to be a no goal scored or a lot of goals scored. Yeah, it's either going to be it's either, either going to be a one nothing uh, win either way or four uh-huh. to three. So, yeah, we'll see. But cool. Sure. Well, let's uh, before we get out of here, we do have a couple uh, of announcements we want to mention yeah. to a few people. Um, the first one is uh, I'm on vacation next week, so if we had a game, I was going to record, but since we don't. We are going to take next week off, so we will not have an episode next week. Um, the following week, we kind of tossed around a couple different ideas of episodes that we could do. Honestly, neither one of us really liked any of them, and we kind of thought they'd be boring, so we just ultimately landed on. We're also going to not make an episode that week either. Um, yeah. So you got two weeks coming up with No Paint the Wall podcast. Uh, we, I, Well, I, not we, will be on Twitter. So if you just miss us and just want to let us know, Head over to Twitter. I'll throw out some witty banter throughout the week, so that way you can still get your laughs. But as far as an episode, we won't have anything for you. 
Listen, um, I'll make a deal for you guys. If if you guys promise that it'll get like a couple likes, I'll go on Paint the Wall Twitter and I will post something. Oh, that's just brilliant. I love that. I will post something in the next two weeks, but y'all got to give it some likes. I'll tell you what. I will make a post right now. Who wants to hear from Logan? Bam. Posting it right now. If that Great. tweet gets have eight likes. Sure. Yeah. If that tweet gets eight likes, I will get Logan on Twitter for at least Done. one post. Done. I'll do Perfect. it. Perfect. That'd be great. We'll get him back into All this right. team. I promise. <laughs> All right. Well, so, Logan, you want to you hit him with our last announcement? Oh, just, I guess, to clarify yeah. and wrap that up, our, our next episode will be after the San Jose game. Uh, it'll come out Correct. on, I think it's the 30th, is that Wednesday? Something like that? Um, Something. Yeah, that's, I think it's that's when That's when our next episode will be up. So it'll be right after the San Correct. Jose game. So anyway, yes. I will turn it to you for our last, most exciting, and if you want to tell him, I guess. Yeah, I think I think we probably ought to. My uh, my big exciting announcement. I'm very excited about this. Uh, hopefully, you guys are as well. Uh, we're gonna try something a bit new. We're gonna live stream at the August 26th match against San Jose. Yeah. Um, we're gonna live stream on YouTube, um, and it's going to be uh, just Paint the Wall podcast on YouTube. Our handle is PTW underscore Pod. Uh, I believe you can find us both ways. Um, if you could go over there, give us a subscribe. I know we have no content on there right now, um, but give us a subscribe. Let us know that you're going to hang out. Come hang out with us during the game. It could be an absolute blast. I think we're going to have a fun time. Um, hopefully we can get a couple followers. We'll see what we can do. We'll see if uh, we can't make a thing out of this. So yeah, come find us, come hang out with us. I, it's going to be a good time. Will it be fun? Yes. Will it be a train wreck? Probably also yes. Yes, absolutely. So I'm, I'm personally excited. Um, and if you are avid watchers of other streams, of live streams, come watch both. It's not Twitch. Yeah. You can watch two at a time. That's why yes, we picked you, you can. two. So that way you don't even have to pick. <laughs> you come hang out with exactly. us on both. It's a, it's, it's a win-win, yes. you know? Yes. Come hang absolutely. out with us. That would be awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a blast. We're going to have a good time. Um, so please come join us. Come hang out. I think it'll be fun. Agreed. Well, let's uh, go ahead and get these people out of here because this episode's way too long. Um, yes. But we had, honestly, I don't even know why it's that long. We didn't have that much stuff to talk about. But You know, I don't know how it ended up that long either. I think we kind of, we squirreled a lot. So Yeah, well, we had fun with it. We did. Uh, as oh, always, nice. if you guys have time, if you haven't yet and you want to see the post from logan you're gonna have to go over to our twitter ptw underscore pod shoot us a follow also shoot my, my twitter follow steve s-t-e-e-e-v-e perry 14 uh, and logan's is l volrath twitter slash l volrath v-o-l-r-a-t-h follow him too because yeah. obviously then you won't see the tweet if, you do, if he's not on there so Right. Um, Facebook Paint the Wall Podcast that never changes now YouTube Paint the Wall Podcast or I think you can just go to YouTube slash PTW underscore pod and find us there too mm-hmm. um, shoot us an email as always uh, we'd love to read it give yeah. us a rating wherever you listen all that fun stuff we're gonna stop boring you and plugging stuff we'll let you guys get out of here uh, Logan I appreciate Steve. you as always I, I appreciate you Steve it's a delight and a pleasure as always you guys have a good week see you guys We played horrible football and we got stomped.